the latest hits and the greatest memories on, 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 on live 105.5 www.1055.mobi Do you feel your relationship is in a slump? Or maybe you just want to build a successful relationship? Well, join us in January 2021 for an all-new season, season four of The Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his amazing co-host, Angela Renee, transformational relationship coach, as we help you explore The Business of Love on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. Welcome to The Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co-host, Angela Renee. I am so excited to be here with Live 105.5 Mobile Radio in our fourth season. And we are back to discuss another juicy topic. And, and I'm just so happy to be here with you, Ms. Angela Renee. Angela Renee. Angela. Oh, you hear you hear oh, audience all oh, Angela. Yes, Angela Renee is here. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about workplace dating. Is it a taboo to date in the workplace or is it a good idea? Well, you know, you can't you can't stop your heart from loving. <gasps> but uh with all the me too things that are going ah. on it you you probably would want a stop sign somewhere around. Yes. So I wanted to, if you don't mind, Doctor Seth, I wanted to just share two school of thoughts. Sure. And these one comes from the first one comes from Forbes magazine, Forbes.com, and the second one comes from work.cron.com. And in the Forbes article, which is said, is it a good idea to date someone at work? The comment says, the workplace is a perfectly wonderful place to meet a person and start a romantic relationship. Work is a safe place to observe a person and interact with him or her and a great place to get to know someone you might get involved with romantically. Now on the flip side, in work.cron.com, the question was, can you be fired for dating a co-worker? And the answer just said, while being friends with a co-worker doesn't mean you can't be fired from your job, you could get fired if your relationship causes a disruption at work. Rather than risk losing a job for your relationship, keep all of your personal relationships out of the workplace, even if they are with co-workers. Well, I, I think the first thing that you need to do if you are planning on doing that is check the uh, corporate policies and procedures and see if there's an anti-fraternizing uh, clause in, in the policy. See that his DBA does come in handy sometimes and all that work experience with unions. See? See how you just pulled that one out there? Thank you very much, Dr. Seth. Oh, well, you know, hey, that's hey, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's what he's here for. No, that's very true. Know your employee handbook, right? Right. I mean, you know, you have uh, couples that are married who work for, for corporations. Uh, and, and sometimes uh, em, employers frown on that because what if uh, a child gets sick? Now you have both both right. parents off of work. Right. You know. Right. You or, know even, or emotionally not there. Right, emotionally not there. Or say if they got up in the morning and they had an argument, you know, 
Now, now you have instead of having one employee that's displaced mentally and not focused, now you got two. Yes, I see that. Yeah, I'm changing my handbook. That's no fraternizing, man. No employee relationships. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I've I've worked in places where there were a lot of fraternizing in stairways, elevators, parking wow. lots, and and everything else. Yeah. Uh, and some of these uh, fraternizers. Were married, so mm. uh, were they married and together? No, they? no, they they weren't married together. They were oh. married with different people. outside of their marriage. Yeah. Oh. So it, it creates this 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 environment that could be uh, could turn into a less productive environment. So since you've been in those levels where you have to deal with those situations, would an employer prefer for two people to work to lose one good worker so they didn't have two people in a relationship together or for those two good workers to uh, be talked to and create guidelines that make it possible to have a relationship on the job well I mean you know it's, it's all it's all about personality it's all about commitment to the job some people can have a bad day but still remain professional right and then there's other people that can have a bad day and they punish everybody else in their pathway yeah and so it, it really depends on on the individual but then too you know you can't just cherry pick like that because if it's not a universal policy then there'll be like unequal terms and condition of employment right I knew we had him on this show, Business of Love, for a reason. I start to question sometimes, but today I am so happy that Dr. Seth Francois has written the book, The Business of Love, and we're getting some really amazing advice about work and love and relationships. Wow. On the job. That's right. And, and, you know, it's really interesting because um, there's a lot of attractive people in the, in the, in, in the workspace. And, I know. And, you know, sometimes you're walking past and, and you see, you feel the energy of someone else. And, and uh, I mean, that person could literally be your soulmate. And, you know... If you're at a job that you love, right, and the other person loves the job too, then you have something really important in common. Right. And that right there is a connection. And if two people are single, it's great. But the problem is, is when, you know, someone's married or in a relation, committed relationship and they connect with somebody on the job and whew, that can be devastating. But we're talking about single people here. Right. Yeah. I mean, we talk about single people, and, and I, I believe that that if you can uh, keep that newfounded relationship contained and and don't bring uh, the the emotional stuff on the job and and all that, then then I, I don't think you will have a problem. But uh, once you know, once you know that happens. Uh, and you cause uh, this disruption on the job site, then then you're probably going to have some problems with your employer. Yeah. 
So this is great. I have a question, and I'm just wondering, you know, if it's time to take a break. I don't want to. No, no, we good. We good. We, we got. A, I got a couple of minutes to. Oh, answer okay, I was like, I just, I was, I just hear this. Okay, but we got to take a break. I know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I, I love that I can ask you all these deep questions on this. So if, let's say, you meet somebody knowing the policy, should you tell your boss that you're dating a photographer? Well, it depends on what the what you know. Sometimes you have to identify that you are. Uh, doing that, and 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 some employees what, the, what employees would do is just move the other person, because some of those policies said you can't fraternize with somebody in your department, mm -hmm. so they can transfer the other person to another department, give them a different job assignment. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see how that could work. You know. Uh, okay, so it, it really boils down to that handbook, and and the business determining how they're going to handle employees dating or not dating. Yeah, but I think most of the times if if there's no uh, conflict of interest or if, if there's no um, issues that, that that relationship caused, a lot of times employers would just kind of like, you know, not create anything unless the boss is trying to get with the person that Ooh. That you're trying to date, you know, Ooh. and then that's that's a whole different politics going on. So okay, that is, uh, and that happens a lot. The boss is trying to get with the person. Oh no, the boss does get with the person. Does get with the person, yeah. right? Because you know maybe the person may have monkey arms. They're trying to move up. Oh wow, yeah, that's a problem, huh? Yeah, that's probably why this is really sticky. A lot of people just be like, don't. Yeah. But like I said, you know, the heart is where the heart is, you know. And you know what? Uh, we have to have a heart for uh, this commercial that's getting ready to come up. So we'll be right back after the commercial break. The latest hits and the greatest memories on, 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 on live 105.5. www.1055.mobi. Welcome back to the business of love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co-host, Angela Renee, and Dr. Francois with his DBA is enlightening us on some deeper levels with dating at work. And I really, you know, I'm really intrigued and I have a question for you. Sure. So if I'm an employer, and I am, um, and when I get a lot of employees, right, how can I tell if my employees are dating? Oh, well, you know, you, you can just, I mean, if they really date and not focus on their job, you can kind of tell because some of the work is not going to get done. Uh, you can see that they're going out to lunch all the time or or that they're fraternizing. Uh, um, you know, a lot, in some cases, there's a loss of focus on the job. And, uh, you know, you can, you can just sort of speak and then, and then you know, even when an off work type of experience, you know, you may be in a grocery store and seeing the two employees together or, mm. or, you know, they may have the same address or whatever, you know, so uh, there, there's, there's ways that you can, you can say, I'm sure that there's plenty of other ways. Yeah. I think that this is really interesting. Um, you know, like it definitely could affect the work and then just even, I think the way that they communicate with each other, right? Right. Sometimes. Google eyes. Yeah, you know, like 
not yeah. paying attention when the boss is speaking because they paid attention to the other person that they're interested in. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I can see why some people and some bosses would have that policy, like, you know, no, it's just, you know, no badmouthing, you know, yeah. with your coworkers. Because that could be a problem. What do you, do you think that it's more likely for bosses to have that policy not to or to have guidelines? What have I, you found there? I think that. Uh, you know, I'm not sure as far as what the percentage is, but I believe that it is, it should be part of the dynamic and, and, and the protocol of having that in, in policies and procedures because if you don't have it, then it's it's something that you can't deal with if it, if it becomes a problem. I agree. I agree because we can't control people. Right. And like you said, sometimes you meet your soulmate. On a job. You know, especially if, I really feel like, especially if it's um, something you really love doing. If you're at that type of job where this is what I love doing, it's not just I'm just stopping, you know, by. That, you know, you could meet that person and there should be a way of handling and dealing with, you know, relationships. So it's like, you can even have a policy that says it's not encouraged. Right. But if it happens, right. this is the way it needs to be handled. And I I've seen language like that before. Right. It's, it's not I would, encouraged. I, I would think that you should notify your supervisor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know, so that, you know, it can be made aware of. And well, at least your boss know that you're dating the person, so hands <laughs> off. So they can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they can leave that alone. And, and maybe that should be something, too, that you're you're not allowed to fraternize, you know, different um, levels. Like, you know what I mean? If somebody's a entry-level employee, and then someone's in middle management. It shouldn't be that going on because it could be a problem, right? Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, a lot of times, companies have that. You know that that there's this fraternization with your supervisor because your supervisor has some more power over right. the employee. Right. So, uh, yeah, that that should that's be a conf- just, conf- yeah, that should be discouraged. Yeah, that's right. a conflict of interest. But yeah, if you're at the same level, whatever, you know, then that it's a little, it's a little different. Yeah, that's, man, it's such a sticky thing, but I don't think we can. Um, unless unless a person's a player, you know, uh, right. the female or the guy is a player, and they just messing around with everybody on the job, and, and it becomes this hostile environment because they're not maybe mature that, enough to deal with a relationship. Maybe that's something that could be communicated, too, I guess, in your policies, is that if we notice that this is habitual, right? then, you know, you, you, it might be better for you to find another job. Well, I think, I think, I think <laughs> in, 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 in that particular case, I think that the employer would find that there's a, a, a decrease in productivity and yes. all that stuff, and they would, they would probably get the employee for just not being productive. Right. Wow. Ooh, this could be a sticky situation on so many levels. Well, it depends on, <laughs> depends on what the couple are doing. That could be very sticky on so many levels. That's right. Yeah, so, man, do we know of uh, people personally? I'm not talking about, like, uh, obviously there are, sometimes in Hollywood there are some successful couples. We did uh, mention Will and Jada, right. and they've been able to um, navigate the Hollywood, you know, lifestyle. Well, Hollywood is just for tough, period, for 20, a couple. Yeah for, yeah. yeah, for more than 20 years successfully, right? right? But um, what about 
in our personal lives, do we have any experiences with work and dating that have worked out? I personally do not. It's been one of my rules, my hard fast rules, don't date, you know, the people at work. And I did experience that and, you know, it just made me further say no. You know, it was a brief situation, but I was like, oh yeah, this, I didn't date people at the same high school or college I went with, went to, and I was actually, you know, married when I was young, so when I did my undergrad, I was good, but, you know, I made that a rule, and I had one experience that didn't work out, which just affirmed that for me. I don't recall, well, actually, actually, when I was young, I think I was, oh, gosh, I was a teenager, I did. Uh, we weren't dating, we just had a, had a relation type of thing that happened, but uh, uh, yeah, just a situation. <laughs> but no, I mean, for the most part, I, I, I you know, as far as being mature, mm-hmm. uh, no, I, I, I have not. Uh, and, and then, of course, you know, I was married for 25 years. So right. I, I, being on a work site, I was married. And, you know, so yeah, it really nothing happened. So, uh, and even today, you know, even with Imagentainment, you know, I, you know, you, you know, I don't fraternize. I mean, I talk a lot of stuff, and, 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 and you know, you know, some people may look at, you know, some of the things I say is, you know, but you know, we all are. The group itself is so tight knit, and we we're very open in our discussions and things of that nature. It hasn't become, you know, become an issue I know uh, you, for us. I heard you mention, oh, I got to be careful. I got to watch what I say because the me too. Yeah, me yeah. too. Oh, that that's a scary thing. It is. It? But but the crazy thing is, okay, so look, what if uh what if you knew someone and you were really good friends with a person and that person just happened to start working in your company? And but you know, in this whole thing, you know, you guys before they started working in the company, you would talk about sex. There was no no topic that would be be barred, right? Because they were that close of friends. Now the person is on the job site working. Do you stop that relationship? Does that dynamic of that relationship change? Yeah, that's a good question. I know it was funny because all the Me Too stuff we were like, we would talk because we do a relationship show. So we right. talk about everything. We talk about it. And we have to because we're prepared right. for the show. Right. right. And you're just like my brother. You know, so it's like right. we literally talk about everything and say crazy stuff. And you're like, oh, I better watch out because me too. And I'll be like, Steph, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I say, ain't nobody trip off no me too. If I ever lose my mind and I say something about Dr. Steph to me too, I'm lying. Okay. Right. I mean, but you know so what? You got it right there. You, you see, it. you see, like you know, like uh, like Fox and and all these other things. You know, these people are getting along really cool and all that stuff, and then something happens. It's like that little spark that happens, and now they can't stand each other. Now it's all these accusations about, oh, this person did this, or they right. felt on me and this, and then they find out that it may not have been. That person may have embellished the truth a little bit. And it's just, 
it's it's a crazy thing. Well, now you have it on tape. You record everything, so it could never happen with me. Because I appreciate our open conversation. Like, I, I do too. Literally talk about everything. I mean, I we mean, talk about. I mean, we talk about some very embarrassing things that <laughs> that most people wouldn't talk about. Right, but it's good to be able to talk about it. That's yeah. why I think we push the edge with what we talk about for our listeners because this is real stuff, you know. And you need to have someone to talk, you know, to, and you need to be able to hear the, you know, like people are having similar experiences. Right. You know? So yeah. And, and, and it's also an opportunity for for growth. It's, it's an opportunity for growth. But we will not grow unless we take this commercial. We'll be right back in just a minute. The latest hits. And the greatest memories. On, 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 on live 105.5. www.1055.mobi. Welcome back to the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co-host, Angela Renee. And we've been having a really great time picking Dr. Seth's brain you know, for this episode, because this is one of his areas of expertise. Um, but yeah, so I was looking at an article um, that is on the balancedcareers.com website, and it's five rules for dating a coworker. And I kind of wanted to give our, you know, listeners some guidelines like I like to do, sure, like to empower yeah. people, right? And it's just <clears throat> basically says how to keep office romance from derailing your career because like we said people meet people and genuinely have real connections and do you just deny it because you met at work you know um, I think that that's that's something so there's definitely this um, caution to think twice before you jump into a relationship and I agree uh, yeah definitely agree you know because um it says common sense tells you to avoid an office romance, right? Because it could reflect poorly on both of you. But sometimes, like you said, you're you know you just have that attraction. Your good judgment goes awry because of the chemistry, you know. And so now, what do you what do you need to do? That's why you got to really think about it, right? Well, I think you know. I think just like when you go on a job that puts you on probation, you also need to put that relationship on probation. Ah, good stuff. And uh, you you need to really deal with that relationship outside the boundaries of the work environment, and to see if that because, as you know, we've all been through a relationship that it looks really neat and nice uh-huh. at the beginning, and then it just turned into a mess. And so before you. You have that festering on the job. You need to kind of give each other a probationary period to even say, okay, now before we get into an intimate relationship, we got to get to know each other as friends. I really love that advice. You give yourself a probation period of 90 days. Right. Or more. Or more, right. But I love that advice. That's great advice. Like I would give that advice to my daughters. Right. You know, or my son's like, you know what? Oh, you start in this new position or whatever. Don't connect with anybody on that level. Give yourself 90 days. Not only do you need to let your probation period, you know, pass, but if you connect with somebody, give that a 90-day probation. You're right. Get through your probation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because they can get rid of you yes. for any reason during a probationary yes. period. So, yeah. you know what? You know what? Yeah. Yeah, and I did mention, too, in this article about, knowing the policy, you know, the right. company. So 
So that was in there too. And this is Don't Break the Law. Um, making romantic overtures toward a coworker can end in sexual harassment charges for me. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you definitely have to watch out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because this Me Too thing is very strong. And you also have to understand that there is this this uh, uh, spite uh, initiative, I call it, uh, that sometimes people just get spiteful, right. and they want they, they if if they don't have their way in a relationship, they will come back and try to hurt, harm you. Right. So because of all of this, discretion is key. Is another uh, caution, right? So, or, or abstention. <laughs> so I can say that, you know, if you're going to take the plunge, make sure that all parties are okay with it. Don't be that. Because some people do assume something because somebody's being nice and then they start making these advances, right? Right. Towards a situation and then that person's like, oh, you tripping. And they try to back that person up and then they feel like, you know, hey, you're harassing me. I have been right. a part of those situations where... I was really nice to someone, and they took my being nice as if like I was interested, but I was just being nice. You, if you feel like someone is coming on to you, and you do not redirect them and let them know that look, this is offensive to me. I prefer, you know, I don't want you to come at me like this, and be very straightforward and right and to it. Then I'll. And it's kind of hard to say that that person is sexually harassing you. If right. you don't let them know, hey, look, I yeah. feel like this. And, and some people. Really friendly. Right. And then that person reads your cues the wrong way. Yes. Right. They deserve to know that. And then if, then if they don't, then yeah, that's different. But And then some, some, some people are just very sensitive and just real sensitive, no matter what environment that they're in, that they're just extremely hypersensitive to that. And it could be because of past abuse, it could have been past issues on the on other jobs mm-hmm. that that has caused them to have this quick trigger to feel uncomfortable with mm-hmm. just people having regular conversations, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you, you just have to be careful. Yeah, and the other part of discretion there, if you decide to have a relationship, is not letting everybody know your business. That's right. You know, and not putting stuff on social media and all this stuff. It's like, you know, just be discreet. Yeah, because people, yeah, yeah, employers can check what you're doing because they will go through your social media. Right. Especially right. if you're drinking alcohol and, and uh, swinging like we had in the other show. <laughs> so another caution is to set rules with your partner and have an exit plan. Yeah. yeah that's good. That's crisis management. Yeah, that, that's really One-on-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Decide how to proceed at work, right? And um, avoid arriving together or leave at the same time is a suggestion, right? Or, right. you know, or asking those questions and determining that. And are you going to share your lunches, lunch breaks or not? You know, discussing all of that is important. Well, I think, I, I think that, you know, you know, for the environment, carpooling is good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the difference is, is, is if you're showing up, and, and you know, at work together, mm-hmm. but then you have a lunch together, and you making these excessive telephone calls to each other on the job. Uh, all that stuff would show, you know, emailing each other on the job. Uh, 
uh, talking about personal, a lot right. of personal business on the job. Yeah, that, that can get you in trouble. Right. And then the exit plan, just in case it doesn't work, like that they were talking about. Like This is all like good stuff, contract stuff, right? Right. You know, if it just doesn't work, how will we handle this? I mean, talking about that prior to even getting into a work relationship is, is really important. I mean, any relationship, but I think really definitely if you're working together. And people have to understand that, that it's hard. I mean, it's easy to get into, but sometimes it's hard to get out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just like hiring an, an employee. You know, when I tell everyone um, that's hiring a new employee is to put more time into doing the research and spending the money on the front end mm-hmm. instead of having to spend a lot more money on the back end trying to remove an employee. Right. So yeah. you want, yeah, you really want Take to be very careful. Be careful. Right. Do your, do your homework on the person that you're going to be dating. I mean, yeah. you know, this person may have had lots of problems with relationships, you know. And, and some and then, people have one face at work. Right. You know, totally different face outside of work. So, right. Yeah, that's, that's it. True. That's it. Very true. And then so the last caution for five was like, don't let your feelings get in the way of doing your job. And we touched upon that. Right. When we were talking about it. And that's so important, you know, not letting your feelings get in the way. And that should be one of those things we talk about. That we're not going to let, you know, our feelings get in the way. Like, and then too, you know how like you can be in a relationship, and then one of the one of the the persons in the relationship has an issue with another employee. Then that person takes on that issue, and then it's like a ganging up on that employee that the one person didn't like. That's not cool. You know what I mean? It's like so many <laughs> ways that you have to caution and manage yourself. And if you're not good at managing your emotions. And how you handle this type of situation, you shouldn't even step into it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all about maturity, right? Too. I mean, if if you're just, you know, you're not responsible. Uh, it, it, you know, being in a relationship, it takes a certain type of maturity and responsibility within one person's right. own ability to to do it. Right. So, man, so much to consider. I think that's probably another reason why I just leave relationships at work. Yeah, you know, don't, don't, yeah, don't, uh, you know, if you have a girlfriend on a job or a boyfriend on a job, it's probably be a good thing not to smack their butt on the job. And sometimes, and it may seem kind of crazy, but people do that. They forget that they're not at home. Right. Yeah, they start doing these behaviors that they would do off the work side. Right. You know? Right. Like, I'm yeah. ready to sock you up with a biscuit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and it's not even lunchtime. That's right. And I'm hungry. Uh, you know, it's kind of like one of those type of things. So, I mean, you just have to be mindful of your at work behavior and your, your offline behavior. Yeah. Yeah. One, one last thing, because we're probably getting towards the end. We are at the end. Do you think. Employers should ever date one of their employees. I, it has happened before, mm-hmm. but you have to understand that there's a certain uh, visual about that, right? Because if an employer is dating a subordinate, and this subordinate should happen to promote a lot quicker than others. Then 
that employee is going to be looked like they're not qualified and that there's that, that there's certain privileges that are given to that person and not the other person. And so whether it's true or not, right. yeah, you put that employee. The visual, right. That. You don't want to present that type of visual. Right. Yeah. I just don't think that's a good idea. You know, there's no. so many reasons why there's a challenge both ways. You know, it's just, it's just not, it's not a pure connection because you just never know if the person, the employer is taking advantage of the employee or if the employee is seeking that person and wants to get that person to move up. Of, yeah. It's just, to me, that's just not a good look. That was just something I wanted to ask. And, and eventually, if, if, if this employer continues to date people on the job, different people, then he can really start setting himself up for harassment and me yeah. too's and all this other stuff. So yeah, definitely would advise against that one. But yeah, dating at the workplace. Well, we are at the end of this conversation and show, and just want to see if you had any last moment uh, things you would like to say. I, I might just you know my takeaway with this one is uh, tread lightly. And if you do date at work, let it be someone at the same level because I think you run into really big challenges if it's a different level, like, you know, management to the, you know, someone who's underneath or someone who's underneath to management either way the attraction may start. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would just say, you know, tread lightly with it. You know, there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of other single people in the world. And they don't necessarily have to be on the on the job site, but there have you know there's been very good successes of people dating on the job and finding the, the right person and, uh, and and able to manage it all. Uh, but it's 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 a very difficult balance to, to have, and uh, you know you have to ask yourself why are you getting into this and can you handle it. Because it is going to take a lot of consciousness to keep it, keep it moving in the right direction. Yes, yes, indeed. And this has been live one hundred five point five mobile radio and Imagine Payment Inc. Media Production. Um, production. Production and uh, yeah. And so, this has been the business of love. Take care, y'all. Do you feel your relationship is in a slump? Or maybe you just want to build a successful relationship? Well, join us in January 2021 for an all-new season, season four of the business of love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his amazing co-host, Angela Renee, transformational relationship coach, as we help you explore the business of love on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. The latest hits and the greatest memories on, 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 on Live 105.5. www.1055.mobi.